1077, Michael and Maddie. It is Monday morning, January 22nd, 2024. Logic is 34 years old today. Happy birthday to celebrity chef Guy Fieri. He is 56. Drums, please. DJ Jazzy Jeff, the sidekick to the Fresh Prince and Will Smith. He is 59 years old today. Singer Steve Perry. He is 75. He took the midnight train Abigail Adams, the second first lady born in Weymouth on this date, 1744. The Supreme Court legalized abortion on this date, 1973. J-Lo and Ben Affleck called off their wedding on this date 20 years ago. Reports are it was J-Lo and they rekindled that romance in 2021 and once again got engaged in 2022. Happy anniversary to former President Trump and Melania. They were married 19 years ago today. Probably enjoying a little time in Mar-a-Lago. Heath Ledger was found dead from an overdose 16 years ago today. He was only 28 years old. Rose Fitzgerald Kennedy died 26 years ago today at the age of 104. How about this for a life? She was the daughter of a mayor, the wife of an ambassador, the mother of two senators and ambassador and the president of the United States. Not bad. 13 years ago, Gazelle interviewed here at Fun 107 wearing a tuxedo and he ended up getting the job. And four years ago, health officials in Washington state were monitoring 16 people who had close contact with a traveler from China who became the first. Going to warm up to about 40 today, but it's chilly out there now. It's only 19. Bringing your taste of Hollywood right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's entertainment update on the Michael and Maddie Show. Some really interesting developments coming from that whole prosecution with the Rust movie. A grand jury has indicted Alec Baldwin on an involuntary manslaughter charge in the deadly shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of Rust, months after prosecutors dropped their case against the actor over her death. The indictment charges him with involuntary manslaughter, negligent use of a firearm, or in the alternative, involuntary manslaughter without due caution or circumspension, both fourth-degree felonies. In response to Friday's indictment, Baldwin's attorneys are saying, we look forward to our day in court. Special prosecutors investigating the Rust shooting said in October of last year that they believed Baldwin had criminal culpability in the deadly shooting. They said at the time they planned to present the case to the grand jury to determine whether probable cause existed to charge him. The actor was practicing a cross draw on the Santa Fe set in October of 2021 when the gun fired striking Hutchins and the director, who suffered a non-life-threatening injury. Baldwin initially charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter um, before special prosecutors dropped the case against the actor in April. At the time, they noted their investigation remained active and ongoing. I mean, this is so crazy. The charge carries a sentence of up to 18 months in prison if he's convicted. And 
it looks like rust armorer Hannah Gutierrez charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. See, now that one I agree with. That, I mean, she that was why she was there mm-hmm. to to watch over that firearm because she is the firearms expert. Alec Baldwin is an actor. He's not a firearms expert. Well, I, I think just the, don't feel like there's a crime there. With the him. the argument that they're laying out is that Baldwin was not just the actor; he was also a producer. And when you are a producer, you are also liable for the safety of the set and all that stuff. And you're supposed to, you know, hire the right people, do the right thing, which he did. The armor, the code right? of, well, like follow the code of conduct, but you know, like so. It's almost like Alec is the armorer's boss. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I think the argument there is that... You hire the right person? Yeah. Or, yeah, just... It goes down the chain of command, you know? It's... You know, she obviously didn't do her job, but... 100%. So, I don't know. I I guess they kind of are just working up the chain of command and like, okay, you're at fault, you're at fault, you're at fault, type of thing. So I I hire Gazelle, Gazelle goes out and commits a crime, I'm I'm... I mean, I'm sure you would probably be looked down upon yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I would I don't assume know. so. I just feel like that it's hard for me to say that's a crime. Yeah. With the, I, well, with the I armorer, think, I'm like, I think yeah. it's, it's a crime on paper. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm simplifying the, the crap out of it right now. But on paper, I think it does fall under his responsibility yeah. to make sure that everyone is safe on set and things. And I guess, you know... He, I remember we've we reported this a couple times and I remember when we first reported it, you know, it was reported that Alec was not following all of the rules, meaning like he was cutting corners. He was he personally was, you know, like pulling an I'm Alec Baldwin. Everything's fine type of situation. You know okay. what I mean? That matters. Um, So, yeah, that I think that definitely matters. But. Wow, he's got a, a long road ahead of him. I think this guy, is, he's a creep. He always has been. I feel bad for him with this. <laughs> I, yes. it's, I really The do. whole thing, like, the whole thing is just terrible. And, I mean, whew, I can't, <laughs> I'll be watching closely now. I'll be watching very closely. Why, why were there bullets on the set anyway? That's the whole, that's the whole, the whole thing. thing. I just, that's what I can't wrap that's, my head. That's so, the but thing. that's the armor's fault for yeah. allowing that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Very bizarre. So we'll just have to see how this plays out. Reese Witherspoon apparently likes to eat snow. (laughs) The Legally Blonde star shared a TikTok that is now going viral because she decided to enjoy a heaping cup of snow. We got a ton of snow over the past few days. We decided to make a recipe. So first we scooped the snow into cups and we added salted caramel syrup and some chocolate syrup. And then we decided to add some cold brew just to have a yummy coffee flavor. I know what to call it. A snow salt chocachino. So is this what happens? Is this what happens when rich people get bored? Yes. (laughs) They go like, oh, let's go outside and put snow in cups. Like, that sounds fun. Uh, She was met with a lot of mixed reactions, though. A lot of people calling her out for eating dirty snow. Apparently, a lot of people feel that snow can make you sick. There's so many people on here saying that snow is dirty. So we went and took snow from the backyard and we microwaved it and it's clear. Is this bad? (laughs) Am I not supposed to eat snow? A lot of people chiming in saying, well, the snow's not filtered. You shouldn't be drinking that. And I enjoyed her comment. She was like, 
I did not grow up on filtered water. A lot of us did not. A lot of us went outside and drank from the hose, and we are totally fine. Same. So I just, I loved that part. But she said, the only thing I did learn is you don't eat the yellow snow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's smart. Definitely don't do that. And but she's, she's not like eating the stuff that the plow you know, right. piled up. You know what I mean? Uh, the one thing I will say, though, she grabbed the snow from her car. Ugh. Like Wait, in the, the video, in the, in the TikTok video, she grabbed it from like the snow was still sticking to like her window. She like kind of scraped it up the window yeah, and like I'm that. like, ah, go in the backyard, go to a snow bank, you know, go to the backyard and just boop. Like, yeah, I kind of want to try this though. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it's snow. It's basically your ch- chunky ice. Have you ever gone to Tim Hortons? Have you ever Never. been to him? Really? No. <gasps> I think you would like their ice. You're an ice connoisseur. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I'm kidding. It is, it is basically like, eh, you might not like it, actually. It's like a slushy almost. It's like very, very fine slushy type ice. Sonic has that, doesn't and it? I've never been to Sonic. Oh. Um, I'd be so, willing to try that. Yeah. So it's basically that with coffee in it. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Totally. Taylor Swift was visibly shocked by Jason Kelsey's shirtless celebration as her boyfriend, Travis, faced off against the Buffalo Bills yesterday. The pop star was in absolute awe as the Philadelphia Eagles center ripped off his T-shirt in the freezing weather and jumped down from the VIP suite at Highmark Stadium into the stands. I mean, listen to this crowd just go crazy for him. This is him crawling into the stands, shirtless. <laughs> this is in Buffalo, mind you. You hear that at the end? Go home! It's so funny. So he was having himself a time. There was videos of him surfacing, of him enjoying the tailgating. He's crushing beers with fans. Well, he can finally just be a fan. He's just chilling. Yeah, and he got so excited for his brother, he had to rip his shirt off. But I think the best part is watching Taylor's face because it is so relatable. If you have ever dated a guy that has a brother, because nine times out of ten, these brothers are polar opposites. One is crazy, one is not, and you're either dating the one that's crazy or the one that's not. She's dating, I would say, the bad boy-ish, but, like, also, (laughs) Jason Kelsey has, like, a wild side, apparently, and her face is just like, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? (laughs) Like, it is just the best. It's so funny. Uh, Who won? I don't even know. The The Bills slide left. The Chiefs? Chiefs Yeah, Chiefs won. Oh, snap. So the kicker... Hot take? I kind of want them to win. Oh, stop it. I do. Oh, They're going to lose to the Ravens. Yeah? In the AFC Championship game, hopefully, God willing. Why does everybody hate them? They already won. And Mahomes is a little... Mm. Yeah. Is he? He is. Say it, say it with your chest, Michael. Say it with your chest. <laughs> More entertainment news up on the Fun 107. It's only 19 right now. Going to get up to about 40 today for a high. So over the weekend, Gazelle uh, texted Maddie and myself a picture of uh, something that was put up on a news station in Vancouver. And Gazelle, you were focusing in on the lineup of the, the musical performers. But I immediately went to, well, I'll just read it to you. It says Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are slated to perform at San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup on February 11th. So Gazelle's like, well, you know, uh, Post Malone's just singing God Bless America and Usher's performing the halftime show and what Reba's doing, the, the Star Spangled Banner. National anthem for Reba. Reba's national anthem. Posty is America the Beautiful. 
Usher is halftime show. Yeah. So that's really, because that was focusing on. I'm looking at, how do they know it's going to be <laughs> Who's the, in the Super Bowl? The 49ers and the Ravens. <laughs> That's because they leaked the script. Oh, thousand percent. That's Man. what's happening here. So then, watching the game on Saturday night, the the late game, the, the Packers and the the Forty ers there were some questionable calls in that game. If you're asking any of the Packers fans, mm. really, and yeah. it's almost like the refs were trying to make the Forty ers win, and now I'm thinking. Maddie got this right. Bingo. I mean, I can't even take credit for this. This is a long-standing rumor, or a conspiracy, rather, that the NFL is scripted. Man. I'm not the only one that's heard of this, right? No, not at all. Okay. But I, that would, can you imagine how bad that would be if that were truly the case? Oh, my God. And that'd how far wild. back do you think that would have dated to the well, tuck rule when I'm Brady gonna, fumb- did not fumble the ball? I'm going to have to find it, but there is a woman on TikTok who went mega viral for her claims of... You know how they always come out with the NFL or the Super Bowl logo, and it's always like a certain color. It's like two colors usually. The colors seem to always coincide with who's ever in the Super Bowl, even though the logo is released way before you even know who's in the Super Bowl. So they they planned it so they don't want those colors to clash. And this year, the colors match two teams that are still in it. So... It's like, I'll have to find the video, but it's, it's fascinating. Wild. It's scripted. That would be so heartbreaking. I mean, to that newscast must have gotten so many calls. Like, how do you know? Like, wh- hey, what, what are do you, you doing? That, what do you know that we don't? Yeah. Canada. That's what it is. That's yeah, Canada doesn't buy into any of this. They don't. They don't. They're just kind of like the, laying low and they're like, you know what? It's kind of quiet down there. Let's, let's stir the pot a little bit. They're mocking the Super Bowl. They are. But hey, you know, we'll, it's not inconceivable. I mean, this is pretty likely to be the actual matchup, which would be wild. A little bit. I don't know. I caught myself. Uh, I was a hypocrite over the weekend. Why? I was. I'm the guy saying, "Oh, everybody's wa- watching the Chiefs now because of Taylor Swift." You know what I mean? Blah blah blah. Meanwhile, uh, me being a dopehead, realizing I want the Lions to win because of Eminem is now. In the ring, and I'm a big Eminem fan. The Lions, it's fun to root for them. They haven't won. The so underdog, like, yeah. You know, like that's hello, Cowboys. Hello, the Cowboys have won. The Lions the have never won. Oh, literally never. Literally awkward. Gotta give them a little love. No, I mean the, the Cowboys were were great way back in the day. Everybody had the starter jacket. Yeah, yeah. But good, good fun weekend of NFL football. Did you watch any of it? You didn't really watch any of it. I could care less. I'm I'm a a Ross fan, and my husband is a Cowboys fan. So once the Cowboys are gone, I could care less. Is he? Did he not watch any of it? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he watched a little bit of it, but he didn't make me watch it. (laughs) That's all that that counts for Maddie. Thank God. Seven, Michael and Maddie. A cold went out there this morning. It is only nineteen. I see a lot of Massachusetts lingo and how to talk like a Bostonian. You know, park the car, Harvard Yard kind of thing. I've never seen something come out of Rhode Island before on the way Rhode Islanders talk and their accent. This is different. So I, I kind of wanted to bring this up because, Maddie, you're a, you know, you're a native over there. You, you know the ways <laughs> of the Rhode Island people. Um, there's a Rhode Island dictionary 
that's you know been going about. I, I see it all over my, my Facebook. So feed. this could be useful for people who live in Massachusetts and you venture over the border <laughs> and you want to look and assimilate. I guess with yeah. the Rhode Islanders. Correct. Okay. Um, well, I'm looking at the book that Gazelle sent over. Don Busquette is a famous cartoonist, and ooh. he specializes in Rhode Island cartoons, and they're always an ode to the accent that we have. Does he do any like political cartoons as well or I know him for making fun of the Rhode Island accent. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I'm looking at a couple of these words. I I don't know. I, I just don't know. I mean so daughter, D A W D A. Yeah. Which is just the opposite of a son. Daughter. <laughs> um also da- pronounced daughter. No, daughter. 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 Okay. That's daughter. Daughter. We, yeah. The R, the R is really. AUs become more of like a W, so it's like a OR instead of like a AW, you know? Yes. And we tend to put an ER. This this isn't really a good example of it, but we put an ER where they're not. You've got a little dash of Long Island in there. It's, it's a little a dash. Mixture. So it's funny when I, I try to explain the Rhode Island accent to people because we're a small state wedged in between or like wedged near Massachusetts, New York, and we decided that we were just going to take a little bit from both. So we're we're like a mixture of Brooklyn and Massachusetts. It makes sense. Yeah. A- any uh, like New Jersey in there? Uh I would I would say we're more of a New York slash Massachusetts. Gotcha. Would you agree with any of these words? For sure, absolutely. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. That's that's pretty funny. Um, Which means that's it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, decide. I mean, decide. That one's a little silly. Uh, What's that first one though? Did, the body. The body that, that, that one's a little ridiculous. Like, the, the both of you. <laughs> that, that the body I would have enjoyed to see the eyes because, like, we say idea. We don't say idea. We say idea. I got an idea. <laughs> so the R is very present in Rhode Island, where it's not supposed to be. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, <laughs> we take you... it away where it is, yeah. and we put a W. Yeah. And then where, if it ends in a vowel, we usually add an R. So like idea, it ends with an A. We put an R. And if it is a singular noun, we usually make it plural. Why so, is so Home Depots. Home Depot. Why? Walmart. 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 Yeah. I'm going to make a quick trip to Walmart. I'll be right back. See, this is why we keep Maddie around. She's like our translator. I got you. I got you. It is 652. 90-second news update from the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. Here's Phil. A Lakeville man will answer to motor vehicle homicide charges this morning following a fatal crash in that town. 73-year-old David DiLorenzo is accused of driving under the influence Friday night, causing a four-car crash on Main Street that killed 75-year-old Richard Reed of Lakeville. Other drivers were treated for injuries, as was DiLorenzo. He was then held on $10,000 cash bail. His arraignment will be in Wareham. Fall River has hired an international firm to help shape the vision for waterfront redevelopment. The Herald News reports the Route 79 Duval Street Corridor Project will open about 18 acres of land along the Taunton River. The city has signed a $361,000 contract with Stantec to draft a master plan focusing on residential and commercial development. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is dropping out of the race for the White House and endorsing former President Trump. DeSantis made it official Sunday with a video posted on X. DeSantis was considered a frontrunner early on, but finished a distant second in the Iowa caucus and was polling in single digits ahead of Tuesday's key 
New Hampshire primary. The GOP race is now essentially a two-person battle between Trump and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, who served as U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. during the Trump administration. And Panera Bread's caffeinated charged lemonade drinks are at the center of another lawsuit. A woman filed a suit in Delaware Tuesday alleging that she suffers long-term and permanent cardiac issues after drinking charged lemonade. According to the lawsuit, the woman drank two and a half charged lemonades and started experiencing symptoms such as body shakes, heart palpitations, and shortness of breath. The woman allegedly went to the emergency room and was treated for atrial fibrillation, which the CDC describes as an irregular heartbeat. Two previous lawsuits blamed charged lemonade for the deaths of a Florida man and a college student. In sports, the Boston Celtics beat the Houston Rockets Sunday 116 to 107. Tonight they visit the Dallas Mavericks and the Boston Bruins going for a fifth straight win when they host the Winnipeg Jets tonight at TD Garden. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oaks Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Michael and Maddie, a little sunshine out there this morning, but it's chilly. Going to eventually warm up today to 40, thankfully, but it's 20 now. So Valentine's Day, it's it's not for everybody, you know, not everyone is in love. And I think it's safe to say that the majority of us have had our heart broken or correct. have gone through a breakup or whatever. And the Rhode Island Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals understands that. And they're capitalizing on it with their Love Stinks promotion. This is fantastic. So for a $5 donation to the Rhode Island Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, they will write the name of your ex in a litter box for their shelter cats to go to the bathroom all over. That stinks. How amazing. My question is, how many litter boxes can I ask for? (laughs) All my money. Oh, my God. I mean, this is so creative. And just so funny and such a fun way to get donations to a place that can really use it. So Five bucks is not bad for that. It's pretty it's good. It's just the, the exact right amount. Oh, it's so good. So the RISPCA, if you're not familiar, it's a private nonprofit animal welfare organization. And they obviously need donations to run smoothly and help so many animals in the state of Rhode Island. And... They're looking to kind of capitalize on Valentine's Day. I think it's genius. I think it is, too. It does not get better. Remember, Michael, we did this a while back. We had people call in, give us the name of your ex, and we'll, um, you know, we'll dedicate it to a, a Charisse Bombero, a, a Flaming oh, Charisse. Oh, yeah, yeah, They had that at Tia Maria's, right? They did. So, like, Didn't they you, bring it in? They lit it on fire here. I think it was like... We broke some fire codes that we day. We did. That's okay. Like Johnny. Okay, for example, just throw a name out there. So we would name the, the sausage Johnny, the Sharice Johnny, and then we light it on fire. And that's just a little tribute. A little aggressive, really. Oh. <laughs> See the that or you have cats urinating all over the place. Take your so pick. this is the best. So you go you go to their website online and there's actually a link and it opens the Love Stinks Valentine promotion where they explain, you know, that five bucks, we're gonna write the name down. You put your donation and then it says so number one. You put your donation, the quantity, all that good stuff. Number two, the victim names. <laughs> the victim names. Plural. So to clarify, you can put more than one name. I like that. <laughs> how, how do you know that, that, like, do they send you a picture? Yeah, really, how far does this go? I would love the picture. I'd like the video. <laughs> really? Like, hey, RISPCA, I'd like you to put the name John. 
in a litter box. <laughs> and then do you like tag them in the photo? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Good. Happy Valentine's Day, you poop head or something. <laughs> it is 749. <laughs> 90-second news update. Phil Devitt is in the Charnock Tavern newsroom. A Lakeville man is expected to face a judge this morning following a fatal crash in town Friday night. David DiLorenzo is accused of motor vehicle homicide and driving under the influence. Police allege he caused a four-vehicle crash on Main Street, killing 75-year-old Richard Reed of Lakeville, who was a passenger in one of those vehicles. The drivers of two other cars were treated for injuries. DiLorenzo himself ended up at the hospital and was charged upon his release. He was held over the weekend on $10,000 cash bail and arraignment is set at Wareham District Court. The transformation of Fall River's waterfront takes another step forward. The city's redevelopment authority has signed a six-figure contract with international firm Stantec to sculpt a vision for an 18-acre stretch of land running along Duval Street. It's being targeted for commercial and residential development as the MBTA prepares to open a T-stop there with service to Boston. The thaw is expected to begin today after a frigid weekend in Massachusetts. Today, we'll likely see the temperature climb over freezing here in the eastern part of the state. The temperature could climb as high as 50 degrees on Thursday, with a warm front expected to arrive in the region. We'll check your full forecast in a moment. GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley is hoping to translate Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dropping out of the race into momentum at the ballot box. The former South Carolina governor held a rally Sunday at a New Hampshire high school auditorium after the news broke. Thank you so much, Exeter, for coming out. Can you hear that sound? That's the sound of a two-person race. While Haley is still polling far behind former President Trump in the polls, the DeSantis announcement Sunday seemed to energize the campaign just before the Tuesday primary in the Granite State. And eating dark chocolate could reduce the risk of high blood pressure. A new study in the journal Nature Scientific reports found that dark chocolate may also decrease the risk of blood clotting. While an exact cause couldn't be determined, experts say the findings may warrant further research for any benefits in combating cardio vascular diseases. In sports, the Boston Celtics started their three-game road trip with a 116-107 win over the Rockets in Houston. Boston now leading the Atlantic Division at 33-10 and and will visit the Dallas Mavericks tonight. And the Bruins hoping to extend their winning streak to five games. The Black and Gold continue their five-game homestand when they host the Winnipeg Jets tonight at TD Garden. Traffic and weather next. From the Chardo Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. So if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, do you think there's any chance Taylor would perform? No. Zero. Absolutely zero chance. She didn't want to do it in the first place no yeah. matter what. So, yeah, it's just interesting. Is she'd it, be there, though, obviously. Is it interesting? Cool. She yeah, she'd be there. <laughs> Her boyfriend would be playing. Of course she'd be there. I, I definitely watched more football than I've ever had in my life over the weekend, and it's sad that I'm looking for Taylor. While yeah, watching. so you're, that is you're sad. doing it. I'm doing it. So that's very sad. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. If I wasn't watching football, though, I will tell you guys that I had this awesome late birthday present my mother got me. It's called a game box. I thought when I asked for it for Christmas, I think it said like 500 games on it. Old school video games, you know, stuff I grew up with. Like Atari? Yeah. See, I, That's cool. I am i can't just sit down in front of a new PlayStation game and just like dive in. That's, I'm, I'm past it. I'm done. I don't play video games, but. Have you tried to play like a, a recent video game yeah, lately? It's, it's uh, overstimulating for I'm me. I'm incapable of it. Yeah. What? Incapable Which, of what? Like 
I'd say maybe like five years ago or so, I did this broadcast from the Army Reserves or like where they, they try to sign you up to be in the Army, yeah. right? And so I'm there and they, they were doing this Call of Duty tournament. Mm-hmm. And so I tried playing and I haven't played video games like that in a long time. <laughs> I am in, like somehow I became my mom. Like I can't even play a video game anymore. It's, it's ridiculous. It's very touchy, right? It is so complicated. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I have the perfect solution for somebody like you okay. who has turned somebody into their like mom. You, you know, uh, this game box had forty thousand games on it. Forty thousand games, and it the box itself is about the size of a wallet, an average wallet, and uh, everything from Atari, ColecoVision, Commodore sixty four, you name it. If there was a video game created before two thousand and five. So, like, original Nintendo. Done. It's there. That's really fun. We're talking the original Frogger, Paperboy. What is the controller? It's a PlayStation controller, which is kind of weird because you got to get used to using just that for they all the They should sell the, the uh, old school controllers to pair with it. Oh, that would be amazing. The joystick? Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. I bet they do because all the controller is is just a USB input. So, if you go online and look for, like, Atari, USB, I'm sure... Somebody out there is making it. It's just wires. Maddie, you know? what was your first console? I never owned a console. You never? No. What? I was video ne- games? No, I was never. And my mom was a very against video games. I wow. never had a... Excuse me. I mean, the only time <laughs> I played a console was at my cousin's house or my neighbor's house or whatever. And we were like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to say the first one I ever used was an Atari for Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. Right? No. Can you pull up an Atari? Atari's from the 80s. Yeah, that's pretty late. Unless it's one of those. Hold on. Let me see. Atari Super Smash Brothers. Wow. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. (laughs) Bro. Wow. It must have been one of the later versions of Of Atari. Of course. But look at that. Oh, I'm thinking of Nintendo. It was a Nintendo. Okay. It was a Nintendo console. We played Super Smash Brothers. It was the best. I was terrible. But yeah, I never owned one. It's just crazy. Even the games that you played in, in school, like when computers first came out and you could play like Oregon Trail, you name it. Like, yeah, it's got it on there. The Oregon Trail's on there? This is, yeah. Oh, yeah. I already died of Don't dysentery. drink the water. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> they get you every time. Every, every time. But hey, I, I'm going to let you borrow it though, because I feel like this is going to be a, like a nice little nostalgic rabbit hole, <laughs> but I'm also afraid that I'm never going to get it back. No, no. If you let me borrow it, all I want to do is expose my son to these things. Yeah. it's But he's not going to want, like, the funny thing is, is like trying to show them like an old movie from the 80s. But I think it's, like, I oh. think video games are different though, because they're interactive and you're going to get sucked in. That's what video games are. Like, you're going to get sucked in. Yeah. It's kind of like us plugging in an Atari. We're going to be like, oh my God, this is so cool. You know, you're going to get bored pretty fast, but. And those Atari games, like all you need is like a couple of directional buttons to hit on the jo- on the stick itself and you know compared to the call of duty you were playing where you gotta oh, hit l1 God. and l2 at the same time and yeah i, I get it it I was understand. awful I had, <laughs> and it was embarrassing like you know like i i was I never be, my hands used used to sweat yeah. yeah i would hold the console and my hands would just be sweating i would bleed from some there was a mario right, party settle down settle oh, mario down. party like they're over there all right you got to twist the thing as quick as you can so i'm using the palm of my hand and i'm going like yeah, it's friction burns i got blisters i'm bleeding man war stories <laughs> it sounds war like stories. a you problem did you did you do either of you guys take out the cartridge and have to go 
Oh, yeah. And guess what? Absolutely. At the back of the cartridge, it says, do not blow on this device. Really? I will show you. On the new one? No. All cartridges always had a uh, warning on the back that said, do not blow inside of this device. Why did it work? I know. It always works. Every time. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. So an incredible story coming out of Warwick, Rhode Island. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's kind of a, a long story, so hear me out. But basically a Warwick woman and a Taunton family are united because of a Seekonk thrift store. Okay? Okay. So let me connect the dots for you. This woman, her name is Anna Torres. She is a photographer based in Warwick. And she was on the hunt for a new chest that she was going to use for her set for photos and that sort of thing. So she popped into a thrift store in Seekonk, found a chest, brought it home, opened the drawers, and she discovered two diaries, one from 1935 and another from 1945. And she decided to open it, flip through it. She quickly realized this was the diaries of a 15-year-old girl from Taunton. Um, From way back. From way back in the day. Her name was Virginia Chavez. C-H-A-V-E-S. Virginia Chavez. She lived at 86 Oak Street in Taunton. So if you live there, (laughs) Virginia used to live there. Shout out. And Anna saying her diaries were filled with a young girl's hopes and dreams and everyday life during the Great Depression. So she shared some photos. It's kind of hard to read. Again, these are almost 90 years old, right? Um, But there's a page open up to January 2nd, 1937. And it looks like she's documenting her day. It's a little difficult to read. Uh, it looks like she's she is writing in cursive. So Gen Z, sorry, you might not be able to read this. Um, it says, I went sledding for a while. I took my coat with me. Um, the kids have a new jacket. I saw Robert. It looks like she's writing in like bullet point Ooh. form. Ooh, you saw Robert. You saw Robert. Um, let's see. What, yeah, what, it's hard to read. What was the address again? The address... Is it 30 Oak? 86 Oak 86. Street in Taunton. Are you Google mapping this house yeah. right now? What a creep. So <laughs> weird. So Torres finds these diaries. She's flipping through it. She's like, this is like the coolest thing. Like, I feel like I know this woman now, this 15-year-old girl, right? So she decides to go onto a Taunton Facebook page to see if she can find the rightful owners. A woman reaches out, says, I am the niece... Of that woman. Wow. So they start talking. The niece reaches out to Virginia's son. So Virginia is the 15-year-old girl in these in these diaries. They reach out to the son, who now lives in Florida, and he said, oh, my God, yes, those are my mother's, um, and said, like, he's so excited that they found him. Apparently, Virginia thought that she had lost them years ago during a trip to New York while visiting her brother. So, according to her son, too, this is really cool. Virginia was a really cool woman. She was one of the first 100 women to join the Navy. Ooh. Wow. And she was also a member of the Coast Guard. So, wow. Yeah. She was quite the pioneer. And uh, he's very excited to be reunited with the journals. So, this woman from Warwick, Anna, she's sending him down to Florida. They are with the rightful owners. And it's just such a cool little tidbit. Like, imagine get in the chest and there's diaries inside and she was like, I gotta find the family. I wonder if there's anything saucy in there. You know? Okay. 
They wouldn't really write anything. Like things that, and again, because she's only 15 years old, but maybe like family secrets that shouldn't have been left. But it's a diary after all. It's true. It's not you meant to be I'm read saying? by other people. Grandpa decided to take our gold and bury it in the backyard. <laughs> Carpenter right there. It's called Feather on Fun 107. It is Michael and Maddie. Want to ask Maddie first because you are closer Perfect, to- Perfect, amazing, wonderful, beautiful. And also been married around the same time as me. You, you know, a couple of years of veteran you have in you and- <laughs> are, you, are you still considered a newlywed? I would say- uh, I don't know. 2021? Two years? Yeah, this will be the third year. Third year. Oh, you're going, I don't know. not a newlywed anymore there. I don't there. know if I am. But definitely Gazelle is. I, I am. So, Maddie, are you uh, still learning things about Ross? Um, Things still surprise you? I mean, I wouldn't say things still surprise me. Definitely not. Um, But learning about him... Not really. I think we're just evolving together. Yeah. He's evolving. But I wouldn't say I'm still learning. What about you, Michael? Know everything. <laughs> Do I learn new things about my wife? Yeah. I would say it's a firm no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't how, think so. How about yesterday? I, my wife just got a new car. And I told her, hey, you should probably keep up with the salt. You know, let's go wash it. She says, oh, I don't know. I, I've, I've, never, I've never done that before. Like, what are you talking about? She's never been through a car wash. Well, she's never really had a... She's always had an older car, right? Still, you can still wash the car. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to not go to it once. I feel like that's every kid's, like, So, oh, even memory. when she was a kid, she never went never through the went. car wash? Exactly. No Her way. Parents, grandparents, she's never done it. So, she's in there. She's got anxiety. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Like, you know, you got the uh, the flappy little monster arms that come up yeah. and wash your car. Oh, yeah. She wants to have it. Come on. I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm dying laughing. She's not happy that I'm laughing. But I've just never did heard of anything Did you go to the new like one that. in Fairhaven? I did. What was I it did. like? Very nice. Oof. And quick. Like, they, it does a good job. I, and that's my endorsement for it. There you go. But I found out, like, when we were in it. I'm like, what do you mean? You just go up to the screen. She was, I, I've never done this before. <laughs> Here's some now, money. Was she driving? She was. So did she have to get into the track? Yes. All right, now that's a little that unnerving. That gave me anxiety. Yeah, that's I'm a like, little unnerving. Come on, like, a little bit more, a little bit more. Put it in neutral? She's yelling at me because I'm yelling at her. Oh, yeah, I'm like, and don't hit the brakes. If there's no one there to help you, yeah, that's it can be scary. But thankfully, the one over here, they do have attendants. But there are a, a couple places where you have to actually drive in by yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? Pull yeah. forward a little bit. I just, I don't know. It's quirky. It's funny. It's new. Still learning my wife. <laughs> I just look at You're going to learn things about her for a little while, and then you're going to know her like the back of your hand. And, yeah. and then that's about it. And how lucky is she to have you to, to <laughs> expose her to these amazing things? Like a car, car wash. wash. I mean, who knew? <laughs> who knew? Flying cars, car washes. Welcome to the Sanctuary. Oh, <laughs>